everybody, and welcome back to Veterans Onward to Prosperity, our second show. I am so thrilled to be with you today. Today, we're going to be talking about how more about Mission Money Possible. Mission Money Possible last week was about what to do with your credit situation. And in that episode, we were also talking about how to um, make that work for you, how to make sure that you are on top of that, and that's not going to be bar um, any more of a problem for you. It's not going to bury you. It's going to boost you, right? So that's what we're all about on the first show. But during the first show, there was also a mention that you might consider having a small business. So today, it's all about the small business aspect. Maybe you might consider after today what you could do to turn your passion into a, a lifetime of profit. You never know, right? So my mother always said, nothing venture, nothing gain. So this episode is going to maybe inspire you to think about having your own business if you don't already have your own business. For those of you who do have your own business, perhaps some of this information will be useful in scaling it, maybe even selling it. I don't know, <clears throat> but our, our guest today is a Navy veteran who is what I would call a serial entrepreneur. He is a business professor and he has been in business himself for a long, long, long time. And he knows the ropes <laughs> of what it takes to start a business, sustain a business and sell a business. So you know what? I am looking so forward to our conversation and our discussion with our guest, but for um, just a brief moment, we're gonna pause for this commercial. Mike Merwin here, U.S. Navy retired submarine officer turned entrepreneur. I turned my hobby of 25 plus years making beef jerky into a thriving small business. Made in small batches with only high quality ingredients, it's not good, it's crazy good. A portion of all proceeds helps save military lives. Order now on www.crazymikesjerky.com using code CB10 for 10% off. And we're back. Thank you for allowing this opportunity to bring this information to you. You know, Veterans Onward to Prosperity is all about information, resources, and sources. And your host, Master Sergeant Retired Anna Maria Bliven, is someone who learned these things, let's just say the hard way. And so this information resources and sources coming to you from veterans onward to prosperity is meant to, let's just say, smooth your path. And so you don't have to learn the hard way. Speaking of that, Professor Dr. Scott Dell, welcome to our show today. Excited to be here, Anna Maria, thank you. You know, I was um, telling everybody that you're a serial entrepreneur and that you, in your experience with business, have started, sustained, and sold quite a few. So maybe you can tell the audience a little bit about that? Sure. Well, the roots of what I got started was studying accounting. And even before that, 
I would shovel snow, I would mow lawns, I would deliver papers. Um, and I was in my 20s when I did that. So the opportunity and to be entrepreneurial, to realize that when you're in your own business, you're paid what you're worth, like sales, you, you do things and you earn what you, you earn your keep. I really enjoyed the independence of being able to make my own decisions, directions. Not that I was alone, because it takes others to help, but it was under on my shoulders ultimately. So I always wanted to be in business and I ended up saying, okay, what, what's my direction? Well, I went in the Navy for a while, you know, join the Navy, see the world, two-thirds water. They didn't add that byline, but but I, I got my taste of international travel, loved it, and still like to still like to travel. Got, got, got some good roots going with that. But then I came out and I said, okay, business background, where would that go? What could I do to really enhance my, my desires and needs? And I found that accounting, despite what everybody says, and you don't need to be good at numbers, but you do need to understand and appreciate the language of business, which is accounting. So that's what I studied. I went to work for a big eight CPA firm. That's now called the big four, which are the four largest CPA firms in the world. Spun out on my own, got an MBA in between, went into consulting, had a variety of businesses, and just had the entrepreneurial spirit to go along. I have been a full-time academic the past 15 years, and I literally just got my doctorate a year ago, just, just over a year ago, December. And I wasn't the oldest guy in my class, so that, that was a bonus. But you don't need a doctorate to be in business. You don't need an MBA to be in business. There are many folks that haven't graduated high school, very successful in business. The key is forever learning. It's a lifelong learning process. And frankly, I've learned a lot more from my mistakes than I have from my successes. And you will make mistakes. You will trip and fall. If you got a batter and baseball going at 300 more or more batting average, that's you know one in three times or less that they're hitting. That's a dang good average. And the same thing in business. You know, you, you, you've got some home runs, you've got some strikeouts but you, you, you can make it and you have directions, but again, seeking support and shows like this are invaluable to listen to some of the advice that people like, like you give. Thank you very much for that. And so you actually got started in your twenties. No, I got started in, um, in, in junior high school, high school. That's when I was shoveling snow. That's when I was doing lawns. That's when I was doing the, uh, the, the, the high school type jobs I could get from any, anything and everything. So you're, you basically had the entrepreneurial spirit back in your teens. Had, had, had the bug. Sure. Yeah. Did. Okay. So military veterans, and let's not forget warriors that will be veterans someday, might consider having a small business, but why? Well, there's all kinds of reasons. And I gave you some about the independence, the freedom. We're all about freedom. But the idea that you can control your own destiny to an extent. I, I looked up some of the stats and in the US about 36% of folks working have a gig opportunity that they pursue. That's over a third. That's a lot of folks and they may be working full-time for somebody else in addition to having their own, own gigs or they may be full-time gigs on their own. And I don't know what the Canadian stats are but I can't imagine them being very different. And they predict in the next five to six years will grow to over 50%. I think COVID has accelerated that process to a great extent. So people are gonna be laid off. People aren't gonna have a choice and then they wanna eat. And yes, 
we have all this, the unemployment benefits that run through a certain date and then they get extended for another date, but those, those will eventually run out. And you still wanna eat and live someplace and take care of yourself and or a family. And you need to have that opportunity and pursue that so that you can survive the way you wanna survive. Right, so let's think in terms of, all right, yeah. So I'm starting to think about some of the passions that I have and maybe following through with making that into some kind of small business, but it takes money to make money. So where in the world would I get resources? Everywhere and anywhere you can. There's the bootstrap philosophy. And by the way, don't use your credit cards to advance your, your funds. That's expensive money. That's a lose-lose situation. But if you have savings, that's great. If you're a retired military and you've got some pension funds that can come in consistently, super. Maybe you need to refinance your vehicle or your home. I'll tell you, I've had two car loans in my life. I don't believe them. I, I believe in writing checks for cars, usually because they're used cars that I get anyways. I think if you ever heard The Millionaire Next Door, a great book, millionaires tend to buy used cars too. They don't take the hits on depreciation. But I, my last car, that's why it was a $40,000 list price car. It was $12,000 at the dealership after two years. I didn't take the hits on depreciation. But when I went into two businesses that I'd started, I actually had to refinance my cars that were already paid for. So, okay, dig deep family, friends, neighbors, enemies. Well, maybe not enemies so much, but to get the idea, get the funds where you can, but be aware that you can have to pay it back. On the other hand, the government sometimes has subsidies, sometimes has veteran preferences, sometimes have special opportunities and you need to seek those out. There are lots of resources in the States. Again, there's something called the Small Business Development Center, SBDC, that's associated with a lot of college campuses. And when I got my MBA, I worked with the SBDC in Philadelphia for a while. And there's also something called SCORE, Senior Core Retired Executives. And these are, these are both free resources. So free is, free is good. Take advantage of free when you can and ask the questions, but do your homework, do your due diligence. And don't just open, you know, hang out your shingle and say, hi, I'm in business, come to me and I'm great because no one's gonna come to you so fast. It's nice if you can think that way and hope that way, but you obviously, obviously want to get your feet wet. You want to, you want to build the business, not dive head first in the business because usually there's no water in the pool when you do that. Aha. Uh -huh. <clears throat> oh my goodness. All right. So we have covered some ideas of to think about concerning the start of a business. Um, we're we're kind of getting the entrepreneurial spirit. But we're going to continue with that entrepreneurial spirit and talk about the need for steps that you would consider taking like business plans, business strategy, that sort of thing when we get back from this break. Okay, welcome back. We are now going to continue in the entrepreneurial spirit talking about a business plan. Now I've heard two schools of thought. One is you don't need a business plan to have a business and the other is you better get a business plan together. What is your thought on that? It depends. 
And by the way, that's the answer. I've been a full-time academic now, 15 years as well as entrepreneur. And the answer to most questions I will ask in my classroom are, it depends. A quick <laughs> follow-up of, it depends on what? Because it depends is a great answer. In this case, it depends if you want to succeed or not. Do you want to succeed? Well, if you want to succeed, you really want to have a plan. Now, how elaborate does it have to be? It may not have to be really elaborate, but you really need to think things through. Because if you don't have a plan, I mean, I've, I've heard the expression, people will plan their vacation better than they will plan their business. Ooh. Ouch. What do you mean? Well, if you, you need some place to sleep, you need some place to eat, and you're going to do some sightseeing. Okay, you're going to have that planned out the two weeks you're on vacation. But if you go head first into your business, and you're not thinking about what direction, you're not thinking about your market, you're not thinking about how to manage it, how to handle operations, the legal side, the accounting and tax side, how are you going to make money? If you're not thinking about those processes, guaranteed to fail. It's mm. tough enough to succeed even if you are on top of those processes. The odds are against you if you go on your own business and you're trying to make a living. Now, I will, I'll have some exceptions. You might be Lyft or Uber. You might be Spotify. You might be a company like Tesla or Amazon. Amazon lost money for nine years. Tesla, this is the first year in 17 years that they're showing a profit. About a month and a half, half ago, they've announced their first annual profit. I don't know about you, but I can't afford to lose money for 17 years or nine years or two years. Okay. And there's a joke going around. How do you make a million dollars in the restaurant business? Start with two million. Because you're going to lose out of the gate. You're, you're not break even when you open your doors. And you need to plan for that. You need to budget for that. So do you want to succeed? Yeah, you really want a business plan. Can it be a two-page plan? Actually, it can be. There, there are some abridged editions. There are different kinds of plans. But you really need to think things through. Thinking is encouraged in all disciplines. Yes. And as far as um, needing to go out and buy a book on it, you can if you want. But you can easily get templates. Just Google business plan templates and they're free. <laughs> free SBA, Small Business Administration, even if you're not in the US, you can access SBA resources. Scores, again, I mentioned before, senior core retired executives, they will actually do free consulting. They'll come out to you and assist you because their goal is to build business and to build the environment, as is the SBA, but the SBA is really a money lender. Their goal is to get you money in your hands so you can grow and expand because that's good for the economy too. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with bootstrapping as well, but have it planned out. Yeah. And when you succeed, by the way, you're going to need more money. You're going to have, you're going to be all of a sudden growing and you've got all this stuff, stuff you got sales coming up and you, you got equipment and things you're going to buy. And all of a sudden you're going to need to be making stuff and the sales won't catch up until after you make the stuff. But how do I pay for the stuff I'm making? If I don't have the sales yet, uh, yeah, the challenge is on. You got to plan it. Yes, yes. Thank you for pointing that out. In the fact that you not only have to you start your business, you sustain it, but there's also the scaling aspect of it. That's when you're cash tight. When you um, growth is dangerous. It's an opportunity, and we all want to grow. Grow or die is the mantra. But you can grow too fast, and you can run out of resources, and you can't pay your employees or vendors. They're not going to be working for you or sending you stuff too soon, even though you might have the sales on tap. And, not, and the so banks aren't really always your friend. They, they tend, tend to give you money when you don't need it and, or if you can secure it. Uh, but, you know, blind loans, they're, they're, they're reluctant. Right. Okay. 
So having a business plan, you basically have visibility as to so, uh, what might go wrong and what might go right. <laughs> it helps you think it through. And yeah. the business plan, the actual result of a business plan, you get this wonderful document. Sometimes they're three pages, sometimes they're 103 pages. But you say, well, I just did this business plan. I put it on the shelf. What good is it? Well, it made you think. It made you go through the process. It made you budget. It made you come up with ideas and you had more improvements as you went. And then when you did ask for money, you had something to show. Right. So even in uh, investors, they need to see the business plan. They want to know that their money is going to not go down a rat hole, but actually impact something of a, a return on investment. Yeah, there's something called a pitch deck. And it's usually associated with venture capital when you're seeking seed money or angel funds or investment funds. And you can basically give away your company for, for some money. And what happens is, yep, they want a pitch deck. They want to, they want to see how they're going to make their money back in three to five years. They also, a pitch deck is also good for friends and relatives that you might be borrowing money from or anybody else that you might be reaching out to and saying, hey, here's what the plan is. Here's the goal. I mean, you could even crowdfund and you can seek monies. The, the, the rules in the states have been re relaxed somewhat. So it used to be you needed to be a certified investor and you had all kinds of things to go. But now you're in a position where you can have access to funds without jumping through a lot of hoops. Okay. So if somebody wanted to get more information, you're telling them go to their SPDC, go see SCORE. Um, go to the local universities. Get, get to know an accountant and an attorney. And those are people that are going to be plugged into the communities as well. Okay, that's awesome. So easy steps then to start a business, to sustain a business, to scale a business. Now, when you're getting ready to sell a business, what's next? Okay, get a professional. How many businesses have you sold is my, going to be my first question when someone says, I want to sell my business. And they'll say, well, th this is the first time or the second time. It's like sell your house. Do you go to a real estate agent or do you put a classified ad in the paper? Uh, chances are you're going to use an agent and they, they earn their keep. They earn, I made the mistake once of selling a business solo and I realized how much money I really left on the table. And those are things I said, oh, I can do it myself. Uh, I'm a CPA. I'm, I'm smart enough to figure some of this out. And I might have been smart in some things, but I, you can't do it all. And you want professionals and seeking out professionals maybe even a business coach or executive coach or someone that's going to help you guide you because that, that this coaching has been become a big business during COVID. And there are a lot of people out there that have lots of experiences that are able to share and they better pay for themselves. They that's really good advice because you don't want to leave money on the table. You don't have to do that. No. And remember I said, veterans onward to prosperity gives you information, resources, and sources that make it more smooth for you. <laughs> so you don't have to like uh, uh, fall through some cracks <laughs> along your life's path. Speaking of life path, you um, are following a passion for career development. You bet. The opportunity, you might've heard of Sylvan Learning Centers. And Sylvan Learning Centers was a franchise over a thousand locations, the owner sold out. And he did pretty well. He retired pretty early, actually. But he produced a course called Intro Edge. It is an introductory course that answers the question, tell me about yourself. 
And when you look at that question, whether it's on an interview, whether you're an entrepreneur in a small business, when you want to answer that question, you need to be confident. And they're not looking for a resume. They're looking for information and background on who you are. What's your story? Why are you an entrepreneur? Oh, because I did this when I was young. I started shoveling snow. Cool. That starts a story. And then I found out I wanted to get into business and the best business background was accounting. And now, because I know if you don't follow the numbers, you close the doors pretty quick. There's a story. Now, this intro edge, what uh, the founders calls the art of the introduction, I call an elevator pitch on steroids. And this is an opportunity to, it's a, it's a relatively inexpensive course, $79 course that helps you tell your story confidently and be remembered. Because we all have a story. And that story is story sell. And I, yeah, I used to sell vacuum cleaners and I sold cars. And yes, you can want to get some experience. If, you, if you're a bartender, if you're a DJ, you're selling. When I'm in the classroom, I'm selling people on the value of learning accounting. All right. If I, if I can sell that, I think I can sell a few other things too. We're all in sales. If you're interviewing for money, if you're going out for a loan, you're selling your company and why the benefits of investing or giving you a loan are the same way that when you sell to customers. So we're all in sales every day. So this introedge.com is a pretty powerful resource to get folks going, to get folks jump-started in helping to develop your story. Yes, because you only get one time to make the first impression. You only get one chance is right. One chance. And I don't know about you, but when you're looking about that success thing again, you're saying, you know, in business success, it makes better sense to have a business plan. And I can't, I can't undervalue the need to network, to exchange, to communicate, to talk to others, to compare notes, join a mastermind group of other similar or similar but different kind of folks that may be in business that might be a step ahead of you and a step behind you. So you can help be pushed up by the folks ahead and you can help others behind you. It's, you know, you give what you get and networking is very much giving. Yes, and networking is the perfect opportunity for you to have that story that is well-poised and confident and powerful. And when you tell it 50 or 75 times, you get much more confident, I assure you. <laughs> yes, you do. Oh, my goodness. So in building your career, we're talking about employment as well as entrepreneurship. Because like what Dr. Scott just said is you're selling yourself. You're selling yourself either for employment or you're selling yourself for investment, or you're selling yourself for becoming somebody that you want to be. You want to be in a, the best employer you can get. You want to be the best entrepreneur you can be. You're selling your way to success. And that's, that's the foundation that you build on. Absolutely. So there's a reason why this is called Veterans Onward to Prosperity. Success it is. <laughs> Because that is exactly what we're doing. We are moving forward from the transition of being in the military to being in the, to the civilian world and making it a success. And Dr. Scott, you are a, a perfect role model for how someone can go from the Navy experience into entrepreneurship. I know you were an employee, you are an employee for heaven's sake. You are a professor at Francis Marion University have been there for 15 years, sir, said? No, Francis Marion, I've been here two years now in South okay. Carolina. I was in Wisconsin. I never thought I'd be a full-time academic, but I was an accounting program director for 13 years. When I came on board halftime, 
And six months later, they said, can you come on board full-time? I said, no. They said, no, Scott, we really like you full-time. I said, I just sold the business. I got a lot on my plate. They said, Scott, please, can you come on board full-time? I said, I, I got an hour and a half commute. It's a long distance. They said, Scott, we really need you full-time. I said, okay, four no's equals a yes. So be persistent. And I ended up saying yes. I didn't even negotiate salary because I thought I'd be there a year or two. And 13 years later, I was still accounting program director, which gave me a lot of flexibility on the entrepreneurial front. We opened a restaurant in the meantime and some other businesses. So we've, we've, been, we've been having fun. Yeah, sounds like it. You've also been learning along the way. And thank you for coming on the show today to share some of that learning with us. Honored and appreciative. Thank you so much. Okay. So, you know, um, if you would like more information from Dr. Scott in anything you heard him talk about today, he's on LinkedIn. How do they find uh, you? Dr. Scott there? CPA is, is the, if you go to the dash slash in slash Dr. Scott CPA. Dr. Scott CPA. Is that the best way for them to get in touch? Probably, although there's something I had before called Vexter. If they're starting a virtual business, if I may share that, because I have a promotion for veterans that's going to get them free access. Please but share it. Vexter Virtual Expert Directory. If you've got webinars, seminars, if you're veteran-owned, female-owned, minority-owned, if you, anything, if you're interested in joint venturing or podcast guesting like I am right now, those are things you can flag in this virtual expert directory called Vexter.com. And there's free levels and paid levels, but the free level is cool. The paid levels have a lot more. And for any listener of your show, I'm able to offer a free $120 a year membership for one year. If you enter the code VETVIPFREE, that's V-E-T-V-I-P-F-R-E-E -E -E for the middle level membership of $120 will cost you zero for the year. So I'd welcome that opportunity to share. Or if you have any questions, I'm on Calendly. I'm sure you'll be publishing my information. Feel free to set up a time. Happy to chat. Uh, I'll obviously love to talk to anybody that wants to go into business because I love business. And, and that comes across very, very well in the fact that you, you love what it is that you do. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, so my pleasure. I think what, um, what we can do from here is take what we've learned from Dr. Scott, mull it over in your mind and your thinking as a military person who is either a veteran or a warrior, you got a lot to think about. What is your passion? Turn your passion into lifetime profit and prosperity. Get your capital together from being in an employee situation and make a savings plan. Go and look for other opportunities with um, building your capital. Go for coaching with, from the uh, SPDC and uh, score. And you can also ask people like Dr. Scott who've been there, done that, and they have uh, a path that they have um, trod, if you will, and learned along the way. And, you know, making it so that you get more success than failures, you have to put yourself out there. You have to be a little more um, aware. Okay. We have to be a little more aware 
of your passion and how it is that you want to make that go for you. More on what we're talking about after this break. Jay Stoyan here for the Disability Channel, the world's only inclusive channel for and by persons with disabilities. I just want to let everybody know that we are now live on Roku TV, the world's largest IP platform, and it is a free subscription. Again, the Disability Channel is live on Roku TV, the world's largest IP platform available in more than 27 countries around the world, and it is a free subscription. Subscribe today, the Disability Channel. Welcome back to Veterans Onward to Prosperity. As we are in the, our, close to our wrap up, I'd like to introduce to you the possibility of contracting with the government is also another uh, way for you to take <clears throat> the business opportunity and contract with the government. Actually, veteran preferences are kind of nice to tap into. Yeah, <clears throat> as a matter of fact, in my situation, I'm a disabled woman, military vet, small business um, operator, and I am perfect because I believe I, I check all the boxes. <laughs> um, but with contracting with the government, you want to start small. You want to be certified. And the type of certification actually depends on the client that you will serve. You know, you got to see, maybe meet with a procurement officer to find out who's buying what it is that you are trying to sell for your product or service. It takes time to develop relationships and know exactly what's out there for you to tap into. And like Dr. Scott said earlier, the SBDC is available for you anytime you need for contracting with the government for starting and sustaining and scaling your business. You know, I'm going to share with you the fact that I became an entrepreneur after I left the military. And I did so with a very innocent happening taking place. But you know what? I also know in showbiz that there is such a thing as leave them wanting more. <laughs> so for the continuation of that story, you're going to have to tune in to our next episode. I will tell you what happened when, I, when it was my turn to leave the military and what occurred. But I will let you know that it's also a path that you can learn from so that it may be a little more smooth for you than it was for me and Dr. Scott as we were on our paths learning as we as we were going. So thank you for tuning in to this episode. Next week we will continue with Mission Money Possible and we will be discussing more about how it is that you make your money, how it is that you manage your money, and how it is that you make sure that your money of cards never fall. Or if they have fallen, let's build them back up to the point where they're never going to fall again. So join me next week. In the meantime, be the best you you can be. <laughs>